Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. You're listening to It's in the Bag with Chris Bag In Boulder, Colorado, I'm George Thomas on the line with Chris, who is at training camp. Now, Chris, normally you're the one giving people advice and training methods. You're down right now getting yourself in shape, correct? Exactly. Yes. This is my this is my sometimes uh favorite three weeks of the year because I get to I get to live just like an athlete for three weeks and kinda uh, kinda step away from a lot of the coaching work I do in Portland. So I'm not I'm not running my usual masters group. I'm not um yeah, I'm not doing all the stuff that I usually do. So I just get to I get to live the dream of a professional triathlete for, for three wonderful weeks. And where are you living that dream? Are you in Arizona? Are you in central Oregon? Oh, we're in Carlsbad, California. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. North County, San Diego, which is, which is pretty, which is pretty awesome. You get, you really get the idea of why back in the day, you know, everybody was here in San Diego. Um, the running and the riding is great, and the the pools are just getting better and better. We're you know we're two miles away from a beautiful outdoor fifty meter pool that we're swimming in every day, and it's it's incredible. And I'm just I keep thinking, my gosh, you're right on the ocean, but you've got Palomar right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, we're doing Palomar on Saturday. That's uh, that's sort of our last really really big ride, um, and so that's. Uh, yeah, I've got I've got that day uh, circled because um, I've done Palomar once before and super fun climb and I'll you know it's always fun to go out and, and try and do better than you did last time. So how do you prepare for training camp? You can't just show up out of shape and start training <laughs> to get in shape. No, no, you can't. I mean, I I started. I mean, I I started back training this year in kind of mid December. Um, I made a, I'd I'd say a a tough decision for me and didn't do much cyclocross this past fall. Um, I, I, the year before in 2014 was my like my cyclocross binge year and, you know, took, did cross all the way through nationals, which was awesome. Um, and super fun and loved it. But I, I was, I was so tired through, through training camp and, and really up until like June and July of last year, I wasn't, I wasn't really fit yet. So this past year, I, I kind of, I finished up triathlon in, in mid November and then 
took a, a really solid three-week break, um, and then started building back up again in, in mid-December. I mean, nothing, nothing crazy, not huge hours, but, you know, still like, you know, training. And then, um, yeah, really just put in a, a bunch of, of big run weeks throughout the winter. Um, and uh, not a ton of bike miles, but a lot of bike intensity. And then did my first my first stage race at the end of February down in Chico, California, which is a pretty rad place, and it's where uh, it's where Ian from the Boswell Chronicles, I believe, comes from. Ah. And um, yeah, so you know, I got to I got to camp this year much more rested than last year, but also a lot fitter. Um, last year, you know, I finished cyclocross in the middle of January. And then was trying to get fit for training camp at the beginning of March, and I, I was just, I was just burnt, you know. And um, so this year, you know, had to had to cycle, had to sacrifice the cyclocross dream a little bit. But um, but yeah, um, definitely feeling, you know, pretty darn good this year at camp. And what are your goals for 2016? Um, let's see. Uh, my, you know, the big short-term goal is to have a is, is to have a really good race at, at Wildflower Triathlon, which is my first race of the year. It's down in, it's near San Luis Obispo. It's a classic. It's been around forever. Um, it's a race that suits me because it's it's just a really it's just a hard race, um, and that's that's a good that's a good race for me. So the goal is to get on the podium there. Uh, a week later, I go to. Um, to 70.3 U.S. Pro Champs in St. George, and getting a top 10 there would be a really big accomplishment. Um, but the the really big goal for the year is Ironman Montremblant at the end of August. Um, I really want to be going super fast that day, and hopefully being in the conversation for winning it. That would be the that would be the big. Yeah, the, the the big race with the X around it. And what is a normal year for you? I'm normal, that's, I know, an out there term. But mm-hmm. uh, as far as the quantity of races that you do uh, with triathlon? I've, I've found that really I can get, you know, I can, I can get in four good halves and one good full. I've never really been able to get two good full Ironman races in. Um, I've often done two in a year, but if, if you just look back through, if you look back through my race history, there's been, you know, I pretty much get one really strong Ironman in midsummer or late summer. Um, and then, and then usually struggle with the fall Ironman. Um, I'm, you know, each year I'm going to, you know, try to have that not be the case. Um, because if you want to get to Kona as a pro, you really need to have a good fall Ironman. Um, it's on a point system and you, you just have to get started early and get, and get in the conversation. Um, so this year's going to be a similar, you know, similar kind of structure. I'll do four halves and then two fulls, one of them Montremblant, and then the second one, probably Ironman Cozumel towards the end of November. Um, that'll be my, that'll be my other one. Um, but it's never really, you know, for, for racing Ironman, it's never, 
you know, it's it's not the the races themselves, even though they are, you know, they're very difficult. They take a lot out of you. It's the the trying to get ready for for them is is what really is really takes a lot of energy out of you. Um, I mean, I'm my my goal race is five months away, and I'm putting in you know, twenty six hour weeks. So, you know, if you listen back to any of the real big heroes of the sport, like. Mark Allen and stuff, they would often talk about, like, you do the training the rest of the year that allows you to do the training in those final six weeks before before your key race. Um, and, um, yeah, it's really hard to do that twice. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So what are you doing right now at camp? Um, it, yeah, pretty much a lot of everything. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Heather and I swim every, every day, uh, well, every, every weekday. Um, so Monday through Friday, we usually get up first and go to the pool. Uh, Amy's down here with us. She's racing, she's racing as a pro this year for, for her first year. So she came down too, and she's, um, yeah, she's getting to live the dream as well. So we all, we all swim and then, um, and then, yeah, usually do all three sports each day, unless it's a day where there's like a, a huge bike ride, um, and then it's usually just that that other thing. Um, but pretty pretty standard schedule, you know, swim Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Big rides are on Wednesday and Saturday. Big runs on Tuesday, Thursday, Sunday. Um, you know, little other workouts kind of scattered throughout for additional volume, but. Um, yeah, I mean, right around five, you know, five and a half to six and a half hours of swimming per week, six to seven hours of running per week, and kind of fifteen to sixteen hours of of cycling per week. That's that's what we're that's what we're doing at present. Can you define big for the run quantity? Uh, I've been trying to push my run volume up a lot this winter. My coach has had me doing um, fifty to sixty mile weeks. Right now at camp, just with the additional volume on the bike, it's it is hard to to be that single minded. So I'm getting like 45, you know, sort of high 40s uh, per mileage for the run for the week. Um, and yeah, and then for for cycling, we're usually you know 270 to to 315 somewhere in there. How do you recover after camp? Um. You know, I mean, the, unfortunately, the thing you do first is get in a car and drive for two days. Exactly. Um, which is terrible for your recovery. <laughs> uh, you know, you, you do your best. Like, you know, you try compression. Um, getting a little run after you drive is, is really crucial. I mean, like, so we'll, we'll start driving Sunday. We'll get up to you know, somewhere north of Sacramento and unpack the car and then go for just a little 20 minute trot that, that really helps. Um, wearing compression in the car really helps as well. Uh, we keep like, you know, it's, uh, like, like a roller ball. Uh, it's called the supernova. It's awesome. Uh, we just keep that up in the front seat with us. So you can, you can kind of work on stuff that tightens up as you drive. But then when we get back to Portland, you know, we'll, we'll really try to do not, not much for a few days. You know, really, really light, you know, one-hour spins, some short 20- to 30-minute runs, um, 
swimming, you know, you can push on the swim a little bit more. It tends not to beat you up as much, so you can you can kind of do more of it. Um, but next next week will be will be a light week for sure, probably in the you know kind of ten to twelve hour range in terms of training. Um, and yeah, I mean, there's a lot of little things you can do. Um, taking a big a big fish oil supplement helps, but you got to take a lot of it. You got to take like five grams of, of fish oil, which is more than most people usually take. Um, that can really help, and and also just making sure that you're you're eating just a ton of vegetables. You know, really trying to really trying to keep your nutrient density up because um, you have to eat so much sort of fuel food when you're at camp it can be easy to lose sight of uh of eating you know eating eating properly eating nutrient dense stuff so you said wildflower a little earlier that's actually coming up really quick isn't that first weekend of may uh it's yeah it's a week after your uh, after deschutes river time trial festival um, so it's, I think it's in, I think it's on April 30th this year. It's always right. the last Saturday, like in April or the first Saturday in May, kind of depending on, on where the calendar falls. I think this year it's April 30th. Um, so yeah, it is, um, yeah, I think we're probably six, really five weeks out. That's about it. Yep. So yeah, it's, it's getting pretty close, which is, which is good. I mean, Oceanside, the Oceanside 70.3, which is the race that's, you know, one town over from here and is a, a huge classic. It's the, you know, the North American, basically, opener. Um, you know, they just released the pro list for that, and Heather's racing it, and, you know, and I'm like, oh, man, I want to race. Um, but, you know, I'm, I'm, it's, it's very... It's always very easy to get, you know, sucked into doing too many races, so... Um, wildflower is coming up quickly, but I, I'm, I'm pretty happy that it's coming up quickly. <laughs> <laughs> but the reason I wanted to bring that up, that recovery week after camp is going to be so important for you because you don't have much time to the next race. No, no, it's true. It'll be, it'll be, yeah, that next week will be important. Um, I'm doing, I'm doing a, a two days of bike racing, um, a week, you know, not this coming week, but the week after, this awesome little race called the Gorge Roubaix, uh, which is in the Dalles, a town that you know quite well. Um, yeah, I mean, April is April is a, a month of racing. You know, I'll do Gorge Roubaix the first weekend in April. Um, my coach has me doing a half marathon on April 10th to try to, to really solidify some run speed. Um, tour Walla Walla the third weekend in April, and then... Um, and then I'll be at DRVTT, you know, but, but as in most years, you know, I'll, 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 I'll usually do, I'll do stage one and then, and then that'll be, that'll be it for, for the weekend for me. But I mean, I'm, I'm also itching to race. Like it's been, uh, yeah, it's by, by the time that you, you know, you start training in the middle of December, by the time you get to April, it's, it's really, you know, you start, yeah. I mean, you start getting fit and, and you really want to spend some of that fitness. So it's, uh, yeah, it's nice. I'm, 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 I'm pleased that that race season is here. I got to add, you're going to do stage one and the prologue. And at the DRBTT. prologue, the new prologue, which we invented tonight. <laughs> <laughs> well, Chris, it's great chatting with you. Awesome to catch up. And I'm really looking forward to following you throughout the season with our new show. 
with our new show. It's in the bag. <laughs> <laughs> and what a way to wrap it up. Chris Bag, thanks very much for joining us from your training camp. Appreciate you taking the time. Thanks, George. Super appreciated. Boulder, Colorado, I'm George Thomas. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.